Unium is the subscription management hub for B2B SaaS companies. Whether you're looking to expand to new markets, experimenting with pricing models, or simply want a streamlined quote-to-cash process, Unium got your back. On top of that, Unium Insights provides the SaaS metrics you need for reporting to the board and for future company evaluation. It gives you the key figures needed to drive your business forward and take strategic decisions. Unium. We help SaaS companies manage their B2B customer subscriptions. Tavarit is a German deep tech company. Tavarit is a B2B AI SaaS solution that helps metal manufacturing companies reduce energy and quality costs by prescribing optimal machine settings. Tavarit has global enterprise customers in 10 countries and saved more than 14 million for them. Tavarit's focus on sustainable manufacturing has impacted over 55 metal processing plants, reducing their carbon emissions. Our vision is to drive the world towards sustainable and zero waste manufacturing. Visit www.tvarit.com to know more about us. Unium is the subscription management hub for B2B SaaS companies. Whether you're looking to expand to new markets, experimenting with pricing models, or simply want a streamlined quote-to-cash process, Unium got your back. On top of that, Unium Insights provides the SaaS metrics you need for reporting to the board and for future company evaluation. It gives you the key figures needed to drive your business forward and take strategic decisions. Unium. We help SaaS companies manage their B2B customer subscriptions. Welcome everybody, this is Joe from StartupRate.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany, as well as the founder of the world's first tech entrepreneurship radio, Startup.radio. Today I have a returning guest here. Hey, Suhaj, how are you doing? Great. Thank you very much, Joe, for having me in the interview. Uh, I'm looking forward to discuss the ideas which we have been bringing in the market uh, in this interview. Thank you. Yes, I, I do believe most of our audience, uh, since we're growing so crazy, is not aware that we did an interview because we published it back in October 2019. But you've been still with the same company, which was incorporated in 2019, and it's called Tvarit. We'll soon get to the meaning. You can explain it. And um, um, we do an update because you had a successful fundraising. This content is therefore sponsored by Invest in Hessen. Um, you can learn more about Invest in Hessen, our sponsor, and your opportunities to invest in the German state of Hessen in the link down here in the show notes. So, as I said, October 2019, and there we already learned you are a serial entrepreneur. Um, we, we, we confirmed before the recording, but you have started 17 startups 
Entwarit. So this is number 18. What you've learned so far and what can you tell us about you? <laughs> sure. So um, as you mentioned, Twarit is the 18th startup for me. Uh, so having this journey with multiple startups gives me a tremendous experiences of failures. I learned how not to fail. And that's what we, I implemented in Twarit. This is in my 18th startup. And I see that uh, the results are coming over. So uh, in Twarit, as you mentioned, we completed more than 1,000 days. We have uh, uh, multiple customers, more than 20 customers, which we are serving in the manufacturing industry, who has like more than 200 tons. Uh, and this growth is achieved from my last learning, what we achieved from uh, what I what I received from my past experiences in different startups. Um, can you tell us uh, first? Uh, I would uh, like to make a little disclaimer. So you have 20 clients, which is already really big. We're talking not about a B two C relation here, where you start to get excited with 100,000 customers. As you said, 20 clients, 200 plants, like really big manufacturing plants. Uh, that is something completely different. We'll soon get to uh, why this is so awesome for you. And um, what kind of startups did you do before? And what did you do before you started all the startups? Yeah. So uh, before I started my journey in the startup, I was working in a companies like Qualcomm, Intel, providing them consultancy for their low power devices in their R&D department. Uh, in my startup journey, I had startup into digitalization. I had startup into manufacturing, into, uh, also selling uh, uh, compressors and pneumatic parts. Um, most importantly, what is what gave me gave me the big experience is my startups in the manufacturing field. I started one factory into the metal processing, uh, a second factory into packaging machine manufacturing, and a third factory into densification of the biofuel. And when I worked into this manufacturing field, I understood the basic problem, what they are having on a day-to-day -day life. And the, the, those problems are impacting their profitability. And this is where, you know, I got idea to combine my experiences into manufacturing industry with my co-founder, who, who was having experience into NASA, into, uh, into AI and analytics, bringing those analytics to the manufacturing field was the trigger point to start Twarit for me. And as you ask, you know, uh, I, I go back to the previous question you mentioned about Twarit. What does it mean? Twarit is a Sanskrit word which is 3,000 years old. It means fast. People, uh, people are, do believe, already smiling because you used such a lot of specific words so we can already tell from your training you're an engineer. <laughs> In our 2019 interview, you said... Tvarit has the potential to become a unicorn. And um, you, you said you're looking to be the first unicorn in Frankfurt. Now, unfortunately, Clark.de became the first unicorn in Frankfurt. Are you sad they did achieve your goal? Of course. So, uh, <laughs> as I said, you know, we want to be the first unicorn in the industrial AI space. Frankfurt is known for the uh, fintech. There are many fintech companies and other fields are also there. And then there are many unicorns are coming. Uh, we are still on our path to be the first Frankfurt-based industrial AI unicorn. 
Um, so far, I would say you've been, you've been doing pretty good. Um, since our last interview, you won prizes, including the startup award at the Digital Future Congress. You've been one of the top five companies in Germany receiving, receiving the factory of the year award. So it's always not necessarily all the fancy startup awards, but the awards that counts towards, um, your clients where they see you and let us talk now a little bit about what Tvarit actually does, because we we know from from the people who are listening to this, uh, Suhash is in front of a TV. It reads Tvarit Smart Zero. Uh, trying, trying is it trying? No, driving the world driving, towards sustainable world, and zero waste manufacturing. Zero waste manufacturing. Exactly. That's, that's our vision statement. <laughs> the, that is an awesome mission statement. And um, can you explain what Tvarit actually does in manufacturing? Because, you know, Industry 5.0, yeah, there's a lot of data and you do some AI and that should be awesome. But most people don't have an idea what you actually offer, what they can do with it. Um, can you Can you tell us a little bit what you're doing? Because I have been researching it uh, for the last time and this time. And I would say either you could describe your company as an AI control tool for quality control or as the salonis of manufacturing processes. Which one would be more true? I would say that it is more related to quality and a process improvement. But let me go back to the history of Furry. Um, mm -hmm. If you see, you know, 2019, when we were discussing, we, we were discussing about the AI platform which had 160 plus algorithmic module to give the prediction based on the manufacturing processes. And we wanted to go into the market. We talked with the clients, manufacturing client, and we understood that there are no data scientists in the manufacturing plant who can use our platform. So mm -hmm. that's where the journey started. So the whole AI platform was a, uh, was a backbone for us to start a journey to get niche. So we started that journey from a data science platform and now we are focusing on casting industry. So using that platform as a back backbone, we are serving the casting customers worldwide. You're an engineer. Can you explain like in layman terms what casting really means for everybody who has no clue like me? <laughs> happy, happy to do that. So casting is a, uh, uh, a process where a molten metal is poured into the mold and a part is manufactured. So, for example, a gearbox, when it is manufactured, then uh, aluminum is um, um, uh, molten aluminum is, is poured into the mold and a, uh, and a gearbox is manufactured. You have this alufelga, uh, the aluminum wheels. They are manufactured using low pressure die casting. That's, that's a casting process. So, there are many automotive components like brakes, uh, uh, chassis part, uh, wheels. Uh, they, are, they are they are casted not only mm -hmm. in the automotive industry in the uh, also in the machineries also many parts are casted so this is our niche area wherever mm -hmm. the molten metal is is poured into the mold and taking a different shape we focus in this area to reduce three things mm -hmm. energy mm -hmm. scrap and machine machine downtime so we focus on, uh, and these are the three things which is most important for the profitability of the company. Any operation uh, or operators 
who are working in the plant they can reduce they, they focuses on improvement of the processes and they can improve up to 90% but remaining 10% which a human cannot do that's where our focus is if you imagine a manufacturing company has a profitability of around 5 6% mm-hmm. now if you improve the processes and improve uh, by improvement if you increase the profit profitability by 5 to 10% that is like double the profitability what we are having right now mm-hmm. and we have achieved that uh we have we have uh, uh, we have worked in the casting process where we reduced the scrap by 33% we reduced mm-hmm. the energy consumption by 18% uh in low pressure die casting uh mm-hmm. and we are serving the clients we are serving clients in worldwide we have clients in americas we have clients in africa we have clients in asia we have clients in europe across europe in um, czech republic poland or uh, italy germany um, uh, so within these three years by focusing on the particular process of casting we 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 are recognized worldwide as the only solution provider for the casting industry mm-hmm. and for everybody who still not understood so if you make chocolate hot you have a form like a santa claus you pour it in your chocolate casting and people out there do it with way hotter and more um interesting materials um I would say like iron, steel, aluminum. Is there something else out there that your clients are using? Yes. So, so uh, uh, yeah, aluminum, as you mentioned, zinc is also there. Magnesium is also there. Any metal which is taking, uh, which is molten and taking another shape is the casting process which we are focused. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly metals or can you also cast something else you're working with? No, we, we, we are focused on metal casting and it's a huge market. There are 60,000 foundries worldwide who are doing casting process. Mm-hmm. So a- a- everything that you have like in a car, in a machine, everything that's solid metal and has a form that's not natural, there, there's a probability that it's either wel- welded or casted, right? Yeah. A complex shape is always casted. Like mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, gearboxes, breaks they are casted yeah what, what comes to mind i i have a little son and he's a big fan of bugger excavators and i just run through my mind only what you can see from the outside and so big machines that is casted and i realize yeah there should be a few hundred parts there that are casted and likely they all come from different manufacturing companies so we nailed out what it is bugger <laughs> <laughs> and what you can do with it. So how do your clients actually use this uh the Twari the tools um in their 200 factories? It's a software. So when uh, we we have a before casting, there is a melting, there is a degassing, there is a holding furnace, casting, and then you know x-ray where the testing happens. These are the processes. In the whole process. We provide the software which provides them a prescription. So, for example, if a particular part which is being casted is not having optimal parameter and then the software will automatically alert them that this part will be rejected in your testing. So, before it gets tested, it gets gives the prediction. But it's not only prediction, it provides the prescription. These are the parameters you need to change now in order to avoid the rejection in the testing phase. That means you do the quality control in the actual 
manufacturing process and not later on in the actual quality process. And can you spill like a few secrets between you and me and a few thousand listeners and uh, viewers of this interview, how you actually do it? Because uh, you have on the one hand software and you have on the other hand, a machine. I do believe there needs to be some connection and some analytics going on on your side. Yes. So um, basically the software is used by the operator. There are different persona. So uh, a machine operator is one persona who gets the recommendation and who gets the prescription to change the machine parameter. The second persona is a, uh, is a plant manager. He understands for the whole process from a, from a shift wise, on a day wise, how it can be reduced. And he gets the pre uh, uh, prediction and a prescription on a day wise. Similarly, you know, there, is a, there are maintenance people, there, uh, there are operations people, how to increase the profitability. So the software is very niche for the casting process. But it includes the persona from a machine operator to plant manager to maintenance manager to uh, to uh, uh, to the CEO level. All kind of persona is included where they can. Our focus is to reduce waste, uh, and that wastage can be man, machine, material, and money. And uh, they provide they get the prescription how to save or decrease the waste mm -hmm. in in software alerting side. Yeah, but as you mentioned, you know uh, we don't give the input to the machine there is always human in loop that human gets the prescription and he takes the action mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um i was wondering zero waste is an important target but right now we're recording this beginning of october 2022 with maybe a very cold winter and very expensive gas uh, uh, gas ahead of us natural gas for heating and um for example, heating up metals for casting. Um, do you also help your clients to save energy here? And how, how do you actually do this help reduce waste? So, so first a little bit the energy question and then how do you actually reduce waste? True. So uh, we help our clients, especially in the casting uh, foundries, which are casting companies, uh, mm -hmm. to reduce energy as well. How do we do that? During that process, there are various parameters who are consuming energy. For example, the metal has to be molten. For example, if you melt the aluminum at uh, 700 degree uh, and you are taking that aluminum from the uh, furnace to the casting machine in the ladle, then during that time, uh, the, the, the temperature decreases, right? So the, the, there is an energy loss in that. In the holding furnace, there is a there are uh, 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 air jacks which uh, which mm -hmm. provides a pressure. Now, if there is an air leakage, that also impacts on the temperature of the aluminium. Now, these small things are consuming, you know, or, or wasting at least like twenty to thirty percent of the energy, which which we see that as a potential to reduce energy consumption in the casting process. And we have done that uh, uh, for one of the clients, you know, 18% reduction in their, in their casting process, uh, energy reduction. And for our US audience, he's talking very likely about 700 degrees Celsius, which is almost 1,300 degrees Fahrenheit. So damn hot. <laughs> exactly. And how do you help to reduce the waste there? In this process, the whole process, it's not only understanding about uh, uh, the process parameter, but also the process itself. So our experts not only understand the 
the the casting process but also the the physics and chemistry behind that so chemical composition of aluminium the physics of a, of a mold the, the the geometry of the mold we take everything into consideration to provide the prescription which is close to 100% accurate mm-hmm. um have you so that would mean uh, you can even spit out recommendation for example um really shape the uh, mold uh, that is basically what you pour the hot metal in shape the mold just a tiny bit that will give you three two four five percent uh, more efficiency mm-hmm. yep okay, uh, or I maybe see. more so last time we had like uh, as i mentioned 18 percent uh, energy bill we could reduce in the casting process using our software given the current uh, prices for natural gas i <laughs> believe that's worth a lot of money for a big factory and um speaking about that you have a lot of manufacturing clients what is the possibility that excites them most where where do they like most to use tvarit what is huh, i wish i've thought about that moment for your clients our expertise into casting process mm-hmm. so the moment we talk about optimization of any casting process or any casting company they can first click that the, the, the that these guys understand what they are doing our mm-hmm. niche is our strength there is nobody in the world who is pro- focusing on a casting process uh, mm-hmm. as a software and uh, and uh, uh, for example right one one hour before i had called with one of the clients you know, i was talking with the ceo and he could easily imagine i speak the same language what he speaks on a day to day life in his plant and they have mm-hmm. 61 plants he immediately said that okay next uh, uh, next month in november we will have a three days plant visit and we will sit together and how we can improve in our process they have 30 to 50% rejections and that's a big pain for them at the <laughs> moment we start talking about processes and our niche they 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 realize that twarit is a company whom they want to work to optimize their processes and to make sure the rejections mean either in their own quality control or in the quality control of their clients when they take in the parts they say ah ah no good it's it's their own mm-hmm. i'm talking about it's their own, own. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and their client might have additional rejection as well mhm exactly so today we are also talking about because you raised 2.8 million euros already this year congratulations on that Thank and you. um my question would be you have in total now approximately 3 million us dollars in funding that is publicly available is that true that is correct yeah and i've seen you have um more um local investors so far are you open to talk to international investors somebody for example who could help you uh jump to a different continent into a different industry into a different geographic area yes yes so um uh, we are definitely open to speak with international investors in fact we recently started our in, uh, internationalization journey we recently got the client in us uh in uh, uh, south africa uh, and and uh, uh, in americas as well south america as well so mexico brazil um so for us it is very important to have uh, investors from that side of the world who can understand the local market and uh, help us grow in the in that market yeah. 
Would you also be interested to have a corporate venture capitalist from this area? Like in, in terms of industry, like casting industrial background? Um, we have few inquiries. Uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, we are open to discuss uh, uh, with CBC as well. Yeah. Uh, so, Joe, you asked about how do we utilize the fund. We raised approximately 2.8 million in the last funding round to acquire more customers. Our goal was to acquire each quarter plus two customers. So, compared to previous quarter, we acquired two more customers in the manufacturing field. Um, just to give you the note that a usual time to close one manufacturing client is around 12 to 18 months, which we have already decreased by, by three to four months. Uh, our sales team is working, is very much focused in this way. Within first five months of closing our last financing round, we already won 20 customers who are mostly automotive component manufacturers. And this is, this is, uh, 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 and this will increase our our customer revenue going forward. Now, secondly, we have recently closed OEMs our custom, as our customers. OEMs like Volkswagen, uh, BMW giants are buying casting parts from many suppliers. And we can provide quality insights of the purchased casting part using our prescriptive quality module. And we see a big opportunity for us to capture via these OEMs. Um, uh, and uh, uh, going forward, we'll be raising Series A in next couple of months, and we are looking forward to talking to more investors in the future. Joe, you asked me uh, what what is what is the next funding round. So right now we are focused. We will be raising the Series A round in next couple of months, um, and due to the high number of customer acquisition, our focus will be like fifty percent of the next funding round will be used in technology and product development, 30% uh, will be used in sales and 20% will be in uh, internal operations, internal operations like finance operations and HR uh, kind of activities. But most of the part will be going into technology to, to, uh, to scale our solution, uh, uh, which we can provide to multiple clients uh, within shortest period of time, like two, three months of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course, what you usually do with the money, you hire people. Are you currently hiring for Tvarit? Yes. So uh, let me let me tell about the focus, what we had in the last investment round. So when we mm -hmm. raised the funding round in April, uh, the focus is to get the number of customers. Uh, and in uh, from April till now, we have 20 customers who have 200 plants. So, uh, and we wanted to have 21 customers within uh, one year post-financing round. So within six months, mm -hmm. we achieved our target of 20 customers. So uh, that is mm -hmm. that is a big big achievement for us. Um, and uh, uh, during this phase, we, we continuously hired more people to, to deliver because when you have all of a sudden exploding number of customers who are in the manufacturing industry, uh, and we need to talk with multiple stakeholders to develop the solution. We 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 had a, a big growth in the team size as well. In last quarter itself, we had 20 people in our team. Totally, total right now we have around 62 people in our team. Um, Joe, you asked about team and hiring more people. For us, it is important that the the people whom we take into the team has a very good knowledge about the processes. And uh, uh, regarding casting processes, of course, and 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 the uh, affinity towards the manufacturing industry. 
and most of the team members are coming from top notch universities like PU Darmstadt, PTW, they are PhD from that, and IIT Bombay, IIT Delhi. Uh, and these are the people who are highly qualified, uh, who, are, who are understanding the manufacturing processes and providing prescription to our clients. And going forward, we'll be hiring more and more people in this direction who will help us uh, uh, in, in patenting our technology. Right now, we have two patents, one in hybrid model and the second one in the prescriptive, uh, uh, prescriptive analytics for transfer learning. So uh, hybrid model is like combining physics and chemistry of the casting process with AI. And uh, transfer learning patent is about once we develop the model for one casting machine, we can use the same model for n number of casting machines, not only in same factory, but different factories as well. That brings the scalability of our solution worldwide plants work in the casting side. And for that, you also need additional funding when you're looking to, to do the next fundraising. Is there like an idea like rule of bump, something like this? Of course, yeah. So uh, the interesting part is like uh, the business model which we we, we we achieve. So right now, you know, we have we focused on uh, acquiring more customers. Now the focus will be shifting from serving those customers into 200 plants. So mm -hmm. 20 customers, 200 plants. It's a big number. If you consider one one plant giving us a 200,000 revenue per year in a subscription, then there is a huge potential to achieve. So this, mm -hmm. the, the, the next funding round to serve those customers and, uh, 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 and increase our revenue. Uh, so we'll be raising funds in the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. What funding series will this be? That sounds like a series A funding for you? Exactly, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see. And there will be a lot of jobs. We link down here in the show notes, of course, uh, the careers website of Tvarit. Um We're now talking for almost 30 minutes already. And um, just just to wrap it up a little bit, because this interview is sponsored by Invest in Hessen. Um, you are one of the non-fintechs here in Frankfurt. And um, therefore, uh, what would be your wishes? Because a lot of political decision makers are listening to our podcast. What would be your wishes um, for them? What they can do for um, startups, especially industrial B2B startups here in Frankfurt. What would you like to address to them? Yeah, I know more funding, but, but besides that, <laughs> <laughs> of course, uh, you know, uh, uh, there are, uh, uh, there, there are changing environment in the world, right? So the geopolitical mm -hmm. situation is changing. Ukraine war is there. The Corona just got over. Uh, people are talking about recession. Um, we should think about manufacturing industry as a as a uh, you know community uh, mm -hmm. because they are consuming high energy and now you know if if they cannot sustain due to the increasing price of gas uh, then there should be certain uh, certain incentives needs to be given to the manufacturing industry uh, so that this industry survives and grows uh, in 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 germany in dark region in european That is very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I understood. So, Suash, it was a pleasure talking to you. We are already talking for more than 30 minutes right now. So I wish to say thank you very much. Um, 
best of luck and hopefully we'll be back in something like three years and talk again maybe about your series b funding yeah sure thank you very much joe for your time and uh, it is again you know a big pleasure to talk uh, talking with you and uh, uh, discussing the about parit i'm sure we'll have more opportunities in the future to talk about parit as it grows of course thank you very much it was a pleasure having you have a great day thank you bye That's all folks. Find more news, streams, events and interviews at www.startuprad.io. Remember, sharing is caring. When you're an entrepreneur with a great idea, it can be daunting to find funding startup raven takes the process out of your hands by helping entrepreneurs connect and learn about potential investors all in one place without any long filled forms or thousand questions sign up for early access at startupraven.com